Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast, your source for the latest tactics, news, battle reports, hobby talk, and general Legion chatter. Welcome back to an episode of the Cad Bane podcast. <laughs> I'm Nick. I'm here with Mike and Keegan. Hello. So are we, are we now like the Cad Bane 105? Sure, oh. maybe, yeah. <laughs> Cat is good. Cat, Cat is amazing. Cat is good. Except when he gets, uh, he gets yeah. one shot Cat, by Anakin. Cat is good. Cat support. can still not quite sustain a fire-supported <laughs> no, lightsaber. It was close. It was so close. <laughs> it was very close. Was That's very actually close. how I lost my cat yesterday, so I think we'll talk about yeah. that later. Yeah. For sure. Well, we're all here. Me, uh, it's uh, me, Mike, and Keegan. Nick, Mike, I and made Keegan. it back. Keegan's back. Mike's here. I'm here. Um, we got a little bit of stuff to talk about this week. And then, uh, at the end of the episode, we have an interview with, um, Andy, Andy, AJST on the discord. I knew that name because I played him in invader league and he's a swell guy yeah. and he's, he's TOing awesome. an event in a couple in like a month or so, um, over yeah. across the ocean from us. <laughs> I know I was actually supposed to be there. Woof. Oh, that's right. You were going to one, two with Bremen, I was, right? I was going to one, two yeah. from Bremen to, uh, to London. Uh, well and then and then the gas prices came yeah and uh and and keeping with that theme mike also is the only one of us who did not participate in that interview so look stick Uh, around to the end (laughs) to listen to nick and i talk i think i was at a bar (laughs) yeah i think so (laughs) all right Uh, we have a teespring store again we do i don't know there are probably some weird behind the scene reasons that the other one was closed that may or may not have shifted around uh, our new logo. But, but we have a Teespring store again. It is a great new logo. Keegan did a fantastic job on that. Um, and we have uh, a Teespring store. If you go to uh, the Legion 99 podcast.shop, it will take you to where you can buy a T-shirt with uh, our, our great podcast logo on it. And probably some other stuff I'm going to be yeah. adding to it uh, as time goes on. Because we want more than just a t-shirt. Like, I want people... We're probably not going to enter the fanny pack wars. Like, no, no, let's I, let I, the Stabcast have that. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think mean, the proxy will be the... Yeah, six up will be the proxy battle. Just like, you know, yeah. uh, supporting the supporting the Democratic Freedom Fighters and... Uh, Central America in the eighties. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> we can just do coffee mugs so you can wake up with your favorite podcast. There you go. There you go. I do. I do want a polo shirt so like I can wear it to work. Same. <laughs> I think Mike wants a pocket tee. I think Mike I do want a pocket, pocket tee. You like your? I wear them religiously. But yeah, so that's. We there. also have the the top eight for Invader League is finalized, so that's going on starting. I think in two days from when this is going to drop, I think we have our first game scheduled for Wednesday. Nice. Um, so check that out. Uh, North America East is doing pretty well. They had the most games to qualify for grand finals. And they East have Coast, three East out of Coast, players, baby. So, you know, suck it, everybody else. Yeah, East Coast, Beast Coast, baby. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Worlds has been announced as being at Adepticon this year. Woo-hoo. So that's going to happen in March. So the event that I qualified for four years ago, I can finally get to play in. Hotel Hooray. rooms at, at the actual venue are already long gone. I already uh, yeah, they oh, are. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> they are. It's disgusting. I assume yeah. that there's because Adepticon has that kind of like uh, pool of rooms that they'll that they'll open up, right? Is that that? That's correct. Okay. Yeah. 
I think I was originally booked at like a a different place, like, uh, there's, like maybe like a, yeah, there's a, a few Uber other right away. Around. There's yeah. also a lot of Airbnbs in the area. I mean, Adepticon okay. is like the biggest tabletop war game convention, so yeah. like I I understand like that people want to stay in that hotel, so like they probably book as soon as rooms open up, and then totally. there's like, why do you even have a discount block if you're going to sell the rooms before <laughs> like the event tickets go on sale? Like, there's no point. I totally understand. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. it's. The cool part is, is it's at this like convention site. So there's other hotels that are like a five minute Uber yeah. away. And as Keegan and I discovered for the last couple of years in Vegas, a five minute Uber to get a much nicer hotel at a better that's... rate is totally yep. worth it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I've got I'm, my I'm, eye on the Marriott. That's about a 10 minute uh, Uber ride down the highway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. We'll see. I'll take we'll the, see the really nicer is. room in Post Malone in the elevator over the, uh, the <laughs> style bed <laughs> that, 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 that Vegas incident uh, that Mike just talked about probably will not occur in oh. Schaumburg, Illinois in March. No, uh, I doubt who it. knows? Maybe, maybe post is, uh, maybe Man. that's his haunts. <laughs> I heard the other day that there were more LVO tickets that sold out really quickly. <laughs> Same with Nova. It was five to 10. Yeah. Nova jumped up. Yeah. LVO Nova jumped up. up. Yep. Nova's uh, up to uh, 80 persons now. That's going to be yeah. great. Um, LVO's what? 150? 150. Yes. And yeah. I mean, I think they keep wanting it's to gonna keep go growing. Higher. Yeah. I think yeah. they're just like, yeah, yeah. as soon as they get to confirm that they have more tables available, I think. Yeah. LVO's 100% on go. tables. They're going to get the space. So, Nick, you're yeah. driving to Vegas with all of your tables, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, 2,700 miles like, for you. Yeah, it's like a two-day drive. Uh, it's, <laughs> like, it's like actually it's like, like close almost to two miles. whole days. Yeah, it's, I, uh, no, it's I, not I, happening. <laughs> I listened to the last two-hour plus episode of the Snapcast, uh, mostly just to hear myself do the intro a couple of times. Uh, but they did. I'm pretty sure Ryan said uh, with, with if someone paid for it, he he would drive out there. So it's probably not a stretch to just get him to drive up to Jersey first and then out to Vegas with you. Oh my lord! <laughs> Maybe me and Ryan just road trip and have like a road. That's, we could just road trip podcast. I would be the ultimate cross. I think I would. I would support us doing a Patreon just to sell that oh, episode. <laughs> I would need a large per diem to drive my train that, to Vegas. It would require true. a lot. You need a van. Oh no, yeah, no, yeah. You need a major. You need a major van. Yeah. Still okay. probably cheaper than uh, shipping those three tables <laughs> round trip. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh also yeah uh also but yeah worlds worlds in march worlds. uh i i don't have an invite yet we talk about that uh regularly enough but i am planning on being there in some capacity so yeah um, i mean i'm wondering they're probably also they used to do like a uh, last chance qualifier type deals oh, sure. in yeah. those games so they might have something just to like entice like a hundred more people to come out and buy a ticket and play like yeah. on like wednesday or something yeah i don't i don't think i'll be at worlds unfortunately Oof. It, uh, yeah i can't take off both lvo and adepticon very easily without burning a whole lot of uh brownie points um so if it's a choice between vegas or chicago in the winter i'll take vegas and we're excited for the for whatever they show us at Minishravaganza that they didn't show us uh, while we were at ACO and everything. Um, we did get new models for what? the first time in like six months. <laughs> uh, we got all of the uh, the Shadow Collective starter. We got the accompanying uh, Mandalorians, Black Suns, and Pikes. Uh, the upgrade card pack, the essentials, which pack, is bonkers value, by the way, and yeah. Gar Saxon. Um, and I've gotten to paint a whole bunch of them and, uh, I'm enjoying putting these models together. They're, uh, you know, all about the same level as like the Magna guards and stuff like that. Um, nice. the black sun were real easy. They're nice chonky boys. I like them. <laughs> they <lift. laughs> yes, they definitely, they don't skip gym day. Those, 
That was Falleen. <laughs> Falleen's? Falleen, um, I think, yeah. Yeah. I actually just got done painting a Gar Saxon this morning. Um, he looks oh, pretty nice. great. Yeah, he looks yeah. Good. I think he's, yeah, you showed that picture. Yeah, it's fantastic. probably. Um, this small model is incredible. I wasn't sure how I felt about it when I saw pictures of it before. And uh, after painting it, it's uh, pretty phenomenal. Like yeah, so how does it compare to the original one? Uh, like, assembly-wise or paint-wise, um, it's Both? definitely got more detail. Uh, like the, like he's, uh, he's definitely got more detail where the other mall is like, just like, he's just wearing like, you know, the black robes and stuff. He's got like the, like the tunic underneath that is supposed to like, you know, canonically, I think it's like a dark Brown and like, uh, there's a little bit more, there's a little bit more detail. He's jumping off of the little window thing. Um, I had a lot of fun painting him. Um, I really kind of wish that, uh, they gave you a second. My only complaint is that you don't his offhand. He's holding his uh, his red lightsaber. And I mm. kind of wish they gave you a hand without a lightsaber so that because. Yeah, like, I saw that on the Facebook from a couple. Yeah, of, couple people. he can't because like when he takes the dark saber, he essentially doesn't have his red, his double bladed anymore. So it's like I kind of wish they'd given you a hand without it. But I mean, it looks way cooler with both lightsabers. So yeah. like, yeah, um, painting lightsabers is fun painting dark saber is pretty cool um i painted up a bunch of pikes a squad of mandos gar and maul i have i'm hoping to get a couple more squads of pikes done before next week so i can get them on the table on game night on friday so um yeah i got to see those in person yesterday at our game our game day i guess uh the pike models yeah, look really are, good yep the the detail in their their tunics and their fabric and their mm -hmm. faces is really impressive um and yeah the upgrade card pack also has like all of the new the new uh, the refreshed bounty hunter cards uh it's funny i think a lot of stores only bought like a few of those and like they were like a couple local stores were already like all gone they were like oh they're gone already so it's like they gotta wait till they get back in stock but uh i guess they didn't like realize that everybody was gonna need one of those um real good cards in there though um and the essentials pack has new range rulers in them, which we didn't know was happening. So <laughs> there's actually a thicker, much nicer range ruler. Um, it's the, there's like a bottom that like is like exposed and it's like, not like, you know, covered in plastic. It's weird, but like, yeah, I, I don't like them. I don't like that, but I do like the fact that like, it's actually a little thicker and you're let, you're going to be less likely to break the pegs. Yeah, that's true. The, the, the... Dur the durability of the connectors is mm -hmm. definitely better. Oh, yeah. I did find that, like, I switched back to my old ones, though, because I was knocking shit around. Because they're massive. They're, like, double the size. They're big. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, they're, like, they're really like large. They're, they're, they're quite yeah. a bit thicker. Yeah. Yeah, if you uh, took, like, two rulers and just, like, molded them into one and kept the same length that's basically what it is mm -hmm. so oh, it's wow, really okay. it's really hefty it's got a really nice feel i'll probably yeah. use it for like setting up tables because you can put it down and not have to worry yeah. about it but oh, that's i think i'll stick yeah. to the old ones for like actually playing yeah and we uh so we got all that stuff it's exciting i've gotten to paint yeah. a bunch i'm excited to paint more we also got uh the mercenary rules finally yeah, um, there's a there's a pretty good article in Fist Trooper kind of summarizing them in a chart of like how that works with uh, Shadow Collective and with every other army. Mm -hmm. yep. um, but the quick and dirty is check the affiliations. <laughs> yeah, it's a little confusing, like how like who can issue orders to who a little bit. But they basically uh, they said it real nice that basically like if it's not a mercenary, you can order it. And if it is a mercenary, yeah. then you got to check the affiliation unless you have underworld connections. Yeah. Um, or allies of convenience built in, but most things don't. 
But other yeah. than that, we didn't really get any rules changes. We did get um, overrun changed. Yep. That was snuck in there because it's not blue text. So, and that's going to, that's going to, that's relevant for the upcoming uh, swoop riders, which okay. uh, have been spoiled now. You want to talk about it? Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, before, before we dive into that, I think I mean, most folks have probably seen it. You can look it up, of course, but just as a, as a quick overview, the, the mercenary rule set overall is uh, any faction can take uh, units that fit in their faction based off of that mercenary card uh, up to but a one of per rank except for core, which they can take two. Uh, and then Allies of Convenience, uh, the keyword that's on Underworld Connections, allows you to take one extra of any of those ranks. Um, they don't count towards the minimum. They do count towards the maximum. <laughs> there is there is no breaking the maximums. Um, and so there's, it, it's a cool little... This is also here thing, I feel like. So for, for the without armies, allies of convenience, you can take four total right now, technically, without swoop riders, right? Because you can take a commander, an operative, and two core, right? Is that correct? Yes. Yes, because the A5 yeah. is, is shadow collective only. Yes. So like essentially like in a in an in imperial I guess like really this is only relevant for Empire and CIS because the other two can't take bounty hunters at this point. Correct. Um you could take like a capo and then like Cadbane and then two uh like two pikes or two black sun, but why would you take black sun if you're taking yeah. capo? <laughs> I don't think CIS takes black sun. I don't think yeah, CIS takes any of them personally, but they take the they take the merch. They take the, their uh, the six B ones and they like it. <laughs> you don't like your ten to thirteen activation bounty hunters? I love them. <laughs> I do too. Anyway, before we get there, swoops. Yeah. Swoop bikes. Well, I, I sorry, real fast. I did just want to no. say because I haven't, I haven't been part of any of the other conversations on this. One of the things that, that yeah, go <laughs> so ahead. you guys got to, you guys got to talk about all the new new units and stuff. Um, uh, and I know that there's a lot of love for all the all the upgraded bounty hunters and all these things. But looking at at these uh, this the mercenary stuff and, and the new bounty hunters and stuff, uh, I, I actually found myself even fooling around with an empire list uh, that probably isn't viable at all. But something with new boba and black sun uh i was like it i was i was getting like tickled around uh that so i i love the kind of additional sideways variety that this can get in without being overwhelming it's not the rules are structured so it's not going to uh eliminate the faction identity um it reminds me of the mercenaries like the goblin mercenaries in warcraft 3 or something like uh you can just like throw them in there anyways i i, I, just, I, do, I just thought that was cool i do really like that it doesn't feel like you can overwhelm the faction with new units like yeah. they're definitely you can spend a lot of points on them and you can spend like three four hundred points on them but it's definitely not the faction yeah like you're not gonna see a, an empire list of black sun and go oh that's a shadow collective army no it, it's an empire army it just happens <laughs> to have like one to two shadow collective or mercenary units yep yeah which i which i think is a positive yeah yeah agreed okay nick you can talk about your swoops now <laughs> well my swoops these swoop riders um so these are a unit they are a raider because it has the axe they went over what all these logos mean and the axes are raiders they are raiders they are affiliated with the rebels are they tomb raiders uh no um <laughs> no they're not they're not tomb yeah. raiders no no yes and improv style here that's <laughs> no no <laughs> um, they can be taken by rebels and the galactic republic which is uh, interesting um they are 
uh, a support two minis per uh per unit they have Mm -hmm. cover one Mm -hmm. uh they have independent aim one or dodge one they have reinforcements which is a really cool keyword on a speeder um they have speeder one because they're a speeder three health uh they don't have a break point because they're two models uh white save (laughs) surge to hit surge to block um and then they have two weapons uh they have their heavy blaster pistol range one to two which is only a black and a red which isn't a whole lot but it is not yeah. a fixed front weapon. So that's makes it a little interesting. Mm, and then they yeah. have a vibro axe. That's a red and a double white and it has overrun one. So these guys have overrun. That's pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> they are 70 points though. So they are probably too expensive. Uh, we've kind of yeah. like, I think the unit's pretty interesting. Like this is. is the first time we've had a melee focused speeder. Yeah. So there's a lot of like, now we look at the raiding party leader in the A5 as like an actual valid choice here because now he can give your other guys demoralize. The A5 mm-hmm. is also this big blocky unit that's on a little peg and it's gonna block line of sight to these guys <laughs> because yeah, the they're right, gonna they're, sit. Yes, they're, their yep. base is not gonna count for, for line of sight. Correct. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, I think there's gonna be some builds where like these guys are good, but then I think in every other build they're gonna be probably not very good they're going to be very table dependent um uh one dodge isn't a whole lot when you're a white save and you only have cover one there's a lot of sharpshooter um reinforcements like i said is really cool because you're going to get to place these guys after everything else you're going to be able to set up your flanks here's a question for you we've had reinforcements a little bit um the we saw it at the super tech but i feel like i haven't seen that keyword used much I feel like this unit is going to see that keyword used. Oh yeah. They're going to use it every time. Yeah. I think that's super true because where we've seen reinforcements is on droids and Mm -hmm. droids are already going with the units that are getting reinforcements, 11 to 13 activations. So it doesn't come into play. I'm still going last. (laughs) So this is the first time that we're really seeing it like outside of droids in a meaningful manner. Yeah. Yeah, And it's on Kalani who's a support commander and he's going near the army. So it's really irrelevant where Mm -hmm. like, it's not necess- It's good for. It's really good to set up the orbital strike if you need to, but otherwise. Oh sure. Meh. Uh, but overrun. Uh, and o- they have overrun one, so they get one overrun attack. But overrun changed to basically make it so they get two attacks now. Uh, yeah. So how um, does that work? Uh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, th- I think I'll, I'll take a stab at. It. I thought you were yeah. talking with such confidence. I thought you were. Uh, <laughs> gonna get it. I know. So, so. I think I, I know how to, it works. I was trying yeah. to set you up with a layup. They have to. They. they st- it's basically like they have overrun two now. If they have both models, it's but overrun two. To, if they have yeah. both models, but only one mini can be conducting the attack Correct. at a time. Yeah. So does that mean that like you could move through one unit, do a single overrun, move through a second unit, do another overrun, and then yes. shoot? Okay. Yes. That seems still kind of bad with a red and two white for seventy I points per model. That's yeah. going to die right after it. Yeah, I feel like the red and two white reminds me of some pools that I've used before. That like looks great the first time I see it, and as soon as I start throwing it, I'm like, "Well, those are two blanks." And yeah. <laughs> oh, look, my red right. blanked. <laughs> yeah, like what happens on that like one in eight chance that the red does blank? It's like, yeah. oh, here's one hit. And um, overrun attacks don't give suppression uh, natively, so like. Yeah, so you're not giving us right now. You don't have to deal with cover. Um, That's fair. Yeah. So you're, you know, you're probably making, you're probably forcing one roll. Sometimes it's more, and sometimes it's Unless more. Unless they have dodges, but yeah. Um, 
you are if you're doing this on a compulsory if you're displacing with a compulsory move then you know you're giving some suppression um but yeah there's there's some shortcomings on this i i like i like the creativity honestly i like the you know the melee focus speeder um i think thematically it's cool as hell i mean these are just the models are so cool. I think it's an cool. awesome oh. unit. It's and just it looks like five there's to like, points too expensive. It looks like there's a uh, ton of head options too. That's what they're saying because like I, we've seen like right. three or four different heads. Yeah. So um, where, what is the justification cool. for these guys being in Gar? Are they in like Clone Wars or something? Uh, there's probably maybe there's a episode few episodes like there's at least that yeah. one episode where Obi Wan went undercover for stuff and like yeah. they end up partnering with various. They do random. I mean, there were seven seasons. They do random. I mean, I don't get why it's just not (laughs) on everybody like the Pikes at this point, just because like, and like, I mean, like, just I mean, like, these guys are probably actually like really stupid good in Separatist because you get your perfect order control and then you just have your three, your three support in your bag. So they're probably really stupid there. But like, I mean, I thematically, if they are, if you can five points less than staffs. Yeah, I'd rather it's have like, the staps. I'd rather have the staps. You're right. But like, again, oh, yeah, I'm I'm really interested in like the A5, like them hiding behind the A5 until they get to like range two. Yeah, and then a, just like a, a swarm of bees going around the A5, just like suppressing and swarming everything with their demoralize and their like overrun attacks and attacking things three times. It's it's neat. Um, And like you can like, you know you can actually get like a whole lot of activations in that army if you want. Um, Cause like, you know, but anyway, yeah, I think they're interesting. I do think they're too many points. Uh, I do think they're like, cause I think they're just not going to fit in builds unless you're building specifically around them. Yeah. They are going to be, I think they are a support that you're going to have to build around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is not always the case, but. Um. And, and even then it's going to be tough because if you just compare them to barks or fluttercraft, if yeah. you take, two you're spending 30 extra points right off the bat yeah and yeah there's no way you're like most speeder lists you're taking 45 points more like that's that's just a lot that's a whole activation there's no way you're taking these in gar there's no way i I don't i think they'll be interesting so much cheaper yeah i can see them fitting in rebels a little bit um i like them a little more there uh for the same reason like i said like you could just like not you're not taking the the raiding party leader anymore in the a5 but like you could take the reckless driver and run people over (laughs) and then give them aims with tactician and then have them hide behind it until oh these are also on an atrt size base by the way yeah yeah really it's a park yeah yeah, 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 they're on a big okay. base. Yeah, I think that, I and I think that does a, play I into. I figured they were on a speeder bike base. No, yeah. they're 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 chunky boys. So they're uh, so they're never hiding, is what you're saying. Well, they're not hiding, but they're well. The bases don't bases count. Bases don't count a, for a speeder because it's on a right. clear bag. But if the uh, model's on a base that size, the model itself is going to be kind of large. I think it's sure. going to be around the same size as a bark. But I feel like okay. yeah, because it's not it's the same as a bark. Now what it is, you can though, hide it's, it. it's two different minis on bark bases, and like I I. I can screw around and do some stuff with barks being as big as they are and blocking, but with two of them together, things can get really interesting, at least for one turn before they get shot because they're white. These guys come out soon too, right? Like July or August. I think they're, I think so. Yeah. yeah. August. I think they're a fast follow. Yeah. Uh, They will probably be legal for Nova. I don't think so. Yeah. I look forward to shooting them off the table with Cad Bane. Pew, pew. Yeah, Cad's really good at shooting at things that have cover one. 
Yeah. He is. Yes, he is. <laughs> he loves Bart. <laughs> Learned, yep. Yep. Yeah. I didn't know that before today. <laughs> Learned that. <laughs> we can talk about that in a bit. We will. Um, we will. Yeah. But before we get do... to that, do we want to hit the uh, the litany of events that we have to discuss? Litany. Yeah. It is a good day. Is is a good time to enjoy Legion events. It is. I love there. this part of the episode because we yeah. always talk about events, and there's always like five or six, and there's always and they're all events. over the country. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. literally every or corner. the world. Yeah. Yeah, or the world. world. Do you want to start with uh, our friends in the 5280 in the Denver region? Yeah, we haven't talked about them in a while. No, I know. Well, <laughs> Hi, Tony! Reasons, at least. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, those guys are fantastic. We've they said are. publicly they're like one of the top three Legion communities in the country. They're amazing. Yeah. Uh, they're all super nice dudes. And they're hosting an event at Tacticon, which is August 27th and 28th. There's going to be a two-day main event for your standard like Grand Championship-style Legion event. And they're also going to run a doubles event with it as well. So um, take your opportunity to get out there. Um, there's a going to be a Facebook link. Um, we'll get that linked here in the description. Um, but if you're coming from out of town, you can get you know guaranteed two days Legion. Awesome. In a pretty fun I, area. I know that those guys put on a great, a great, great set of events. They do. They get big, big draws for them, and it's a great setting, like you said. So. They also um, provided some of the tables for LVO as well. Um, so if you have noticed, the tables for like the top eight at LVO 2022 were all like fucking stellar. That's because they were all 5280 and Nick. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> head on out um, if you'd like to. Uh, they're going to have some really sweet tables there. Just like Nick, they've got a lot of cool hobbying, LEDs, etc. So if you do make the trip out there, I, I can almost almost guarantee that you'll enjoy your time. We also have the Nick Bodner Open, otherwise known as Pax Unplugged. <laughs> I don't like that name. I've told you already, but oh, I know. That's why I'm going to keep saying it. I don't, have it. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't really have. I don't really have like anything new to talk about yet. Um, uh, they confirmed that we're going to get at least enough space for 32 tables. They have set aside oh, nice. at least that for me. Um, I, I mean, I'm hoping that we can like. I'm hoping that like I can somehow prove that we need more space than that. Uh, that's. Uh, it's coming like, you know, the behind the scenes stuff. I'm really excited. Like, I'm like, this is going to be the event to come to if you want to come to a Nick Bodner event, basically. Like, you know, <laughs> ACO awesome. was great, but this is going to be better. Pax That's Unplugged this is, is awesome. all you. Pax Unplugged is awesome. Philly's a better town than Atlantic City. Well, yes, it, <laughs> it is. It is. It is. <laughs> there's definitely, look, there's definitely places to eat that are open after <laughs> 8 o'clock. <laughs> I just, I just went to a bar Definitely. that has a mini golf course in the basement of it. What? Wow. Okay. That's what, that's why we pushed the recording back today because I was down mini golfing in a bar in Philly. Awesome. Okay. I didn't know about the mini golf. Yeah. Those nachos look good. Those nachos Those are nachos banging. Look really good. Yeah. I am. Uh, um, I am definitely. I'm. I'm laying the groundwork for my turn negative one for for this one. So excellent. I hope you take it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm real excited. Um, I'm gonna. I'm talking to my friends over at Six Up Supply about prize support. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The ball is in your court. I know. I know. Um, we have some, and we we have some cool stuff coming out that can that can help populate too. So you've seen some of it. Oh yeah, I did. Yes. Um, yes. Coming up very very soon though. Um, I don't. Uh, if you're in this, if you're in the Tampa Bay area, um, they're doing their uh, Luminous Gaming Open um, mm -hmm. in July. They're on the wait list, but like uh, he's Jordan's putting on great events. Yeah. Um, He's got yeah, great I've been sponsors. Really with what's coming out there? He's got great sponsors. I heard he Legion ninety nine sponsoring some prizes. Ah, <laughs> uh, shameless plug. <laughs> anyway, yeah, 
go to that. We also have two upcoming events to qualify for the Worlds event that we mentioned earlier. Um, yeah. Nova is the end of August. It's Labor Day weekend, I think. I yes. cannot beginning, wait. Beginning of September. So, I so cannot wait September. to hang out with my friends. I think I land September 1st. And that maybe play okay. Legion. Yeah, we've got a whole crew. I'm, I'm mostly That's looking forward to hanging out with all my friends and like, you know, because it's relatively local to me. I'm going to know like a lot of people there, Yeah. but I'm also going to get to play Legion, I guess. That's cool. <laughs> Hopefully we can match again. <laughs> um, but that's up to 80 people, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, so check that out. The TTO link should be incoming in the next like month or so. Yep. Uh, we also have Gen Con, like we mentioned. I don't actually know when Gen Con is. I'm going to be honest with you. It is... Uh, is it two weeks after LSO? I think it's in I know August. it's soon. It's like early August, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's like the first weekend in August. Yeah. Okay, so two weeks after LSO. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, so that's a world's qualifier as well. Uh, there hasn't been a whole lot of information about that event so far, um, but there is a channel in Legion Discord, and uh, what we're going to start doing is there's going to be a little like TLD link at the bottom of our description here. It's going to take if you click on that, it'll take you to this completely non-sus channel on Legion Discord um, <laughs> that just has a list of all the upcoming events, uh, and everyone's there. There's going to be every event that's like zero to sixty-four people, and then under the upcoming events, you'll see like every major event that's like 48 plus has has their own channel so um instead of us linking like 80 things in the description and you having to filter through everything we'll just send you to the source and hopefully that makes it easier for everybody involved totally uh so that's that'll be gen con uh there is a channel there that has a packet pinned um keegan you and i are gonna be in lso in a month hell like, yeah to the day oh yeah it is oh, gonna yeah. be a blast <laughs> yeah no i'm super excited for that this will be the first uh first tournament i'm traveling for since lvo and nice. uh excited to get down there with uh with you and i know uh, at least uh, josh will I, I know, be there as well oh that's right josh will be there uh i know i know other folks outrider matt's gonna is coming down we've got um and of course lupo's uh a, a driver of that so uh yeah lupo Bush, Bushman's and, uh, coming down that's actually that's who i'm staying with <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're staying together for like the next three conventions so oh are you it's <laughs> the awesome. thing awesome <laughs> Um, um, yeah, so that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Lupo, and I apologize that I forget your name, sir, but he goes by False Gods on the Discord. Uh, he was the TO last... Uh, ben. His name is Ben. Yeah. Um, they ben put on Metal. a great event last yeah. time. Uh, they've expanded their table repertoire. Uh, David uh, Endless Salenka is going to be streaming again. Oh, uh, I'm right. playing this time instead of streaming, so nice. hopefully I can get on the stream on the, the good side. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, this should be a really good event again. The convention center is fantastic. Uh, it has everything that you need. It's super clean. And it's like right across from this giant shopping center that has like 20 restaurants and such. Wow. And there's an English pub. So you can find myself, Keegan, Zodiac, et cetera, there probably every other night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, I'm sure that there's other rooms? events that we've uh, that we've missed. Again, we're talking to uh, Andy about um, the Milton Keynes uh, uh, Grand... God, what do you call it? Grand Tournament, I think. Um <laughs> uh at the end of this episode and uh you know if you if you're hosting um if there's any big events that that we've missed call them out to us and, and we'll, we'll keep talking about those so yeah that reps <laughs> yeah i uh I'll, I'll mute that part earlier <laughs> which part the part where i said bat reps is you guys are talking oh, that's fine. <laughs> oh um i think nick you and keegan just played a game right like just before we started we did like an hour ago yeah my kids my kids went to a, a sitter uh 
So <laughs> the kids like, are away. So Keegan yeah. will play TTS. Yeah. My wife had my wife had lunch and movie plans with a friend. I had the house to myself. So I I, nice. I actually turned on T, my TTS for my quarterly TTS game. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was. Uh, it, it got a little sweaty. Uh, we, it it did. It did. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> well, I thought I had it well in hand, and then uh, turns out. Cat is not immortal. <laughs> so I was playing. So like yeah. I'm playing. I haven't played Shadow Collect like actually the Shadow Collective yet, but I'm playing with a lot of the new bounty hunters and stuff. Um, so I was playing. Um, I was playing Bosk or no, I'm sorry. I was playing Cat and Maul. <laughs> I played Bosk last yeah. night. Um, so Maul, I took up close and personal and into the fray, uh, with the usual force push and saber throw that I put on him. Um, I had CAD with uh, also with up close and personal and uh, duck and cover, and he mm-hmm. had emergency transponder, which is pretty good. I had a Magna Guard with RPS situational awareness, tenacity, and an emergency transponder that uh, <laughs> I forgot to use. <laughs> um, I think you got one use out of it. Oh, yeah. I forgot to use it when I, I forgot how it worked, essentially. Um, uh, 6B1s, three of them had E5Ss, and then a T series with improvised orders and Maul's probe droids so that I could, yeah. you know do what i wanted to uh and keegan was playing uh what were you playing i'm playing the latest version of my uh anakin my, my list we've been talking about over and over again uh but i'm at it's anakin padme mm-hmm. bone commander triple barks three phase ones and echo uh with heavies 10 activations i'm up to an eight point bid on this one now uh and we'll talk about it a little bit more in the final segment uh before the interview but uh anakin is uh is kitted out with up close and personal and overwatch now i have I have stopped running stance uh, in favor of a uh, in favor of these two. So, um, yeah, I think uh, we we played uh, payload advanced positions clear conditions. Uh, yeah, we both divulged something. Uh, I think that was a mistake on my part. Uh, in in the end, uh, although it was a, it was a really yeah. great infiltration position for Padme, it stopped, it was only really good for turn one, and then I ended up having to move her around to use it anyways. Uh, one of the only one of the main reasons that I divulge Padme for the infiltrate is to put her in a position to save actions on moves later in the game, and so if I'm losing that advantage and I have to move her to get exemplar line of sight, then I've wasted it. So, um, but that was fun and we we're trucking along. But uh, <laughs> Barks collapsed the CAD, and uh, yeah, uh, I got yeah, uh, I had a couple Barks falling around too. Uh, I basically <laughs> threw my Magnus on my payload at the uh like at the start of turn at the start of turn two to get like i sold them out to get a range two shot to hopefully kill a bark and then i uh fucked up and i didn't kill it (laughs) and uh (laughs) and by sold them out he means he he left them in the open for echo echo to fire supporter shot yeah (laughs) and then they had one wound left so you did have to like kill them with something else later but yeah um i had like i had cat on one on that side of the table and then i had maul on the other side of the table so like I had Maul, he, so he had to worry about Maul on the one side, and then I had yeah. Cad near nearish the rest of my forces near the bottom. And uh, return to like I played at, at last because like mm-hmm. I just needed to have Juyo available. It wasn't really to win priority. It was just like I'm gonna need this soon. <laughs> and I was kind of hoping that like because I left Maul in a spot where he could move and like shoot him. I was kind of hoping you would do that. <laughs> and like if Maul <laughs> takes a couple wounds. He was yeah. in cover, like he takes a couple wounds, and then like you're not shooting a cat or my Magnus. 
<laughs> it didn't happen. Keegan's actually smarter than I thought he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, <laughs> it turns out I I know um, what bait looks like. <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh, he was bait. Yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah, Cad Cad killed some Cad killed some barks later that round, and then yep. Maul got in there later on, and uh, you know he saber threw a guy, and then next round he got in there with a. Uh, his one pip and uh he survived that he survived that round i was a little surprised but into the fray and uh close and personal are like essentially like maul doesn't really have a melee attack anymore yeah. like he just saber throws things and then just like force pushes other things in and just sits there and grabs surges and is like well i guess i have a dodge now and i have surges it's actually <laughs> it's actually incredibly tanky it was nice yeah yeah he definitely um, is. and then yeah i I stopped Keegan's payload and then we one pipped off at one point and uh, he <laughs> won. So Anakin outmaneuvered and saber threw at cad and cad died. And I was like, well, that that's when I got a little, I was like, well, this fucking sucks because <laughs> <laughs> Anakin had two wounds left and cab was going to get to attack him twice. And he didn't have there, defend there, yet. So there might've been a lot of complaints about uh, uh, standby sharing without any standbys being on the board. There yet. were two anticipatory. Were two. Yes, but they're going to happen and I can't <laughs> stop it because Padme was behind a wall and I couldn't get her. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it's, great great to play you again uh nick did ultimately take it stopping stopping he he very effectively early stopped my uh payload and then he uh droid swarmed to to keep it stopped so yeah it was was like let me just sell out i was like let me just sell out here and just stop his payload (laughs) and he was like god damn it (laughs) uh Uh, mike do you uh, you want to talk about some of your games and i'll i'll wrap up with like a three minute summary of legion by the bay because i haven't talked about that yet to take us into our final segment yeah, sure. Um, I got to play two games at our our local game day extravaganza yesterday. Um, oh man, it was this something. was just like a random Friday, and we had nine <laughs> games total played. That was crazy to see the. Pictures. We had four, we had four games awesome. going at once. Everyone was laughing. R rated jokes were flying everywhere. It was <laughs> it was a madhouse. Um, so it was a lot of fun. Uh, but I got to play two games there. I got to play uh, same list twice. I played a Mall Cad Double Magna list, which is kind of disgusting. It's kind of like a retread of my old Luke Sabine list, but Dark Side. So it's a T series, small CAD, five naked B1s, two fully loaded Magnas with RPS, and a, a Maul's Droids. It's kind of gross. Um, so, game one, I got to play against uh, Anakin and Pikes, actually. So, I got to play against like a, a nine activation Anakin, might have been 10 activation Anakin gun line. Um, so, it had two Pikes, a couple DC 15s, one Z6. An RPS, uh, two arcs, and then Anakin and a capo. So a lot of firepower, um, a lot of survivability with the independent dodges. And uh, we played a game of key positions. And I was able to drop CAD's tokens turn one all the way in the back at... Or I'm sorry, we played intercepted transmissions. So I was able to drop CAD's token all the way in the back at the like top of his major offensive corner. And he spent basically three turns running Anakin back and forth on his home point because CAD was just picking out his snipers. Uh, so I was able to just get Maul and my Magnus onto the center point on like turn four and kind of just mulch face because clones died a force choke ball. Shocker. Um, <laughs> especially when he's got tenacity. So he's like swinging at one squad, choking another. He's good to go. Um, so that that one was pretty fun. And then game two, I got to play against uh, one of our locals, Will. Uh, he was playing a an Anakin bark list. Uh, he was trying to make Rex work with it. He's do- getting some prep in for the 501st Battle Force. Uh, so he's playing an Anakin Rex double bark uh, gun line list with a couple phase twos. 
um, which was a lot of fun. We played on this cool industrial table. We played key positions. Um, unfortunately for him, there was two pretty well-placed buildings, uh, kind of like at two o'clock and seven thirty, per se on the table from my side of the, of it. So I stuck cat on one with his divulge and infiltrated mall into the other. And I did this like double flank. So that mall converged on the, uh, the clone ball, the Magnus pushed through the middle and cat hit his barks on the far side. So it just folded a little quickly. Um, just a little, a little unfortunate on some of the bark saves, but Cad just chewed through them and uh, got a nice little key positions victory there. But I think that's the the list archetype I'm going to start with for LSO. Um, I might see if I go like with Spiders instead of Magnus, depending on how much armor I expect to see. Um, but I think I have enough like ranged firepower to deal with a Spider or two at 11 activations, so I might just risk it like I have been doing since it's a you know kind of like a for fun tournament. But uh. They were, they were a blast to play. I'm excited to get some more reps with him. New Cat is really bonkers good, and I think at yeah. 105 points, he's a little too cheap yeah. with all the bonuses that he got yeah. recently. Yeah. So I, I've been running him with the Electro Gauntlets um, because they're basically free. Oh, nice. Because he was 115, now he's 105, yeah. so why not just take the Gauntlets and not have to worry about it? Uh, so they were really useful in the first game because they made Anakin go after him because he Pat knew that uh, if anything got immobilized, dealing with Cad, like Cad's just walking away from him. So he had to send his Jedi. Didn't really come into play the second game, but I think they're they're really useful going forward. I played a bunch. I played a couple of those games too. I played, but I played Cad Bosk, and it was uh, it was fun. Uh, and I gotta get better at playing those bounty hunters. <laughs> <laughs> I like was reminded that I'm not very good with them yet. <laughs> but that's it. I got way too aggressive with Cad in my two games. Uh, we we talked afterwards, Nick, that you were like, "Oh, I never spent these dodges from his independent." I was like, "I spent them every turn." <laughs> um, so I mean, I kinda, like, I, we had two separate list setups. Like, Cad yeah. was my flanker, and then Maul and the Magnus were my heavy hitters. And I think it worked a little bit differently in your list setup. Sure. Yeah. Keegan. Yeah, so Legion by the Bay was a great, great time. Uh, Nima ran a hell of a show. Um, and uh, and there was a bunch there was a bunch of other sponsors that helped contribute to it, but um, I think it's been talked about somewhere else. Uh, I believe Bushman wrote up a article about it because he was out there. Um, so I did not make it to the top cut. Uh, I lost my first game. Uh, I was immediately paired against um, my local borderline nemesis, uh, Brett. <laughs> um, Brett of the uh, of the high activation spam. Uh, he's a he's a good buddy. He's a great guy, uh, and uh, I have yet to <laughs> I have yet to effectively beat him uh, in any serious matchup. We played a lot together across multiple leagues. So, uh, droid swarmed on me. That's the last time that I uh, will st- will not just start plinking away at B ones. Uh, that was a big lesson learned there. Uh, second match, I, I played another uh, good friend, local uh, Tori. We played our, our league league nights and had a had a good sweaty match. He was playing an Anakin Obi-Wan list and we just kind of dove in. It was a, uh, a whole lot of fun and bloody mess uh, in there, but uh, I, I came away victorious. And then uh, my third match was against uh, a guy named Andrew who's back at, uh, I think he had stepped away from the Legion scene, but he's back into it and massive props to him. He played the entire day uh, in full, like high quality Kylo Ren cosplay. Um, he did take the helmet off to play. He, he realized that that wasn't working so well. Mostly people couldn't hear him, but uh, <laughs> for a Memorial Day in a sweaty ballroom for, to be clad in that much black clothes, uh, it was uh, it was it was a you know, props to him. Uh, he was a great opponent running a um, 
uh, Vader uh, bikes list um, that that got really got really dynamic. We were all over the board, uh, and I did I did end up coming away victorious with that. But he, uh, but great, excuse me, man, three great matches. Um, didn't didn't make the top cut for strength of schedule because Brett went on to lose his two games. <laughs> after after beating me uh but that was okay because I, I had one too many old fashions at dinner that that night and uh uh was able to just pick up a, a scrimmage with bushman uh the next day um in which i did uh i did test out this list that we've been working on for nova uh against a luke dlt gun line uh for the first time in real life which was which was excellent also uh uh i got blue i won blue off the bid based off a lot of what we talked about and when my when my deck flipped, uh, he, he looked at it and said, I don't like a single thing about this battle deck, which also means that the work we've been doing here is starting to pay off. So um, really great game. Definitely, definitely not easy. Uh, it, it was engaged the entire time. Uh, I, I did end up pulling out that uh, that scrimmage win, and I appreciate y'all's help building out, uh, building out the preparation for that in our previous episodes. So yeah. El Legion by the Bay will probably be back next year and looking forward to it. Um, but I think that's a great transition into our final uh, segment of uh, LSO prep and helping helping Keegan win Nova. Um, as I mentioned before, the list has been tweaked a little bit. Eight-point bid, with and Anakin's force powers are now Obi-Wan. Uh, not Obi-Wan. His force powers, are, force powers are still pushing through, and then he's got uh, up close and personal and Overwatch on there because, man, I love... I love standby range three standby action with him so. yeah you get some really interesting plays that a lot of people don't see coming with that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah even the ability to reposition him once he's got his one pip out then you're going to get those second saber throws out with him uh with the padma sharing um and just things happen range three is very different from range two so it, he could be engaged with people and something happens somewhere else, and, and he's getting another free swipe at him or something. Um, although I will say, with up close and personal, uh, it almost feels like a wasted attack to not be ranged attack with him. That's one of the things that uh, a lot of high-level standby players really take advantage of, is you don't have to trigger your standby against the unit that is triggering it. Yep. You know, If unit A moves, you can attack unit B with Anakin. Yeah. So, And especially when you get that 18-inch bubble, there's usually something within 18 inches of anakin that's activating and then he can just take care of something that's closer yeah so you can get some really i guess big brain plays out of it yeah yeah (laughs) so i'm excited to see how that continues to develop but um i loved your idea mike as far as talking about this we've i haven't seen a ton of i haven't seen any of them on the table yet but uh with the new stuff dropping um what uh what are some of the things that my list needs to be considering uh I fully expect mercenary shadow collector stuff at LSO. It's going to be six weeks after it dropped. Uh, so, what uh, what what should I be thinking about here? So, I think there's two main things that you're going to have to consider. Um, you're going to have to see like spammed close range black suns with like okay. the magdet frag grenades. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you have a lot of experience dealing against things with that because they fall very close in line with current power levels for like magna guard and wookies yep. and yep. you know they're kind of devastating at range two inwards but if you can shoot <laughs> them outside of range two before they get to you you can you, know, you can really bring them down to size and mm-hmm. unlike either of those units they don't have the high wound count or the the dodge spam ability or any kind of like melee pierce resistance that if you snipe one and take two models down they're significantly bigger. right so i, I think you've got to be aware of that 
Um, and then I think the pikes are going to be potentially out there as well. Um, I mentioned in my quick bat rep that the the pikes generated their own dodges via independent. Mm-hmm. And when they were playing, especially with the gar lists, it was, it was kind of tough to get wounds through because the pikes generate one to two dodges for themselves naturally. Um, and then Anakin de- generates the dodges for the clones. Oh, sure. Plus you've got one of those units of vigilance. So there's going to be two dodges somewhere, in the, you know, somewhere amongst those units. Um, so I think you're going to have to really focus on target selection. And I think that's going to be a little bit of a, a skill gap going forward for a lot of players is where do you focus your shots? Yeah. You know, do you, do you take the pikes who are going to really be able to tank that first shot and then kind of get weaker as they go along? Because yes, they gain your danger sense, but they're not gaining any dodges back. Or do you kind of just ignore the pikes, maybe kill one to two and focus on the clones? And I, I think that'll be something to, to work on with your list is where do your barks take their shots? Do you want to use them as dodge strippers and then, you know, gut the pikes and just leave the clones? Do you want to poke at the red saves and hope that, you know, one or two fall? So I think that'll be a big thing to, to deal with is making sure that you don't spread your fire too much because of how many dodges will be on the table. Yeah. And that's something that's been uh, a growing, a learning, growing learning edge, whatever, however that's supposed to be said for me. Um, I think uh, it's been something I've been working on is not spreading my shots out, but it's going to be even more important, like you're saying in these kind of lists, uh, because it's going to take that one, two punch uh, for, to get through that first one. Uh, and then and then exploit it before they get dodges back, um, and that can be hard if I'm over fire supporting or if I'm running using up my activations too fast. Yeah, it can be very similar to dealing with B ones, where if you just chip one to two wounds a turn here, it doesn't really matter <laughs> because either you've got five more bodies or you've got two more dodges. Um, yeah. So the other thing is that I think you'll be able to play in the suppression game, and that's something that we really haven't mm. seen in the last two years of the game, two and a half years of the game is that suppression matters um, because the pikes are only courage one. Um, if they want to throw the capo in there to make themselves courage two, all of a sudden they get really pricey and it's probably not better than a clone trooper in my opinion. Mm, yeah. So you take your 55 point barks and throw a couple suppression on them and say, okay, I'll strip your dodges. That's fine, whatever. But yep. now you're getting one action. And if the pikes Got lose it. one to two models and they're down to one action, their offense gets really anemic really quickly. They don't surge. They don't have critical. Um, yeah. And if they don't get the aims, you can deal with two black, two black and a red coming your way. And that's not, that's not the end of the world. That's going to be important for me to remember uh, that against Pikes, against this situation, the Barks, it may feel like I would be wasting a shot if, they, if they're dodged up and getting things through. But even just getting suppression from two Bark uns, you know, not fire support shots on there, is gonna is gonna start paying dividends. Yeah, and you're trading up. So like if you lose a bark to take out a pike, you just traded fifty five points for what, sixty eight? If it's yeah. a disruptor, yeah. I think. It's like twenty four points for the rifle. I think so, yeah. So I mean that's not exactly a terrible idea. If you're taking, you know, two actions for your barks to get in a good position and then using their other action to take away one of the two for the pike, mm-hmm. that's not bad. Um, I think I think that'll be very different when you're dealing with the Black Suns because I would wager <laughs> that we'll see more of the the rate the capo in the Black Sun yeah. because those are very much range go, one focused units, so they need the courage too to get forward. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yes, they have Dauntless, but if they start suppressing themselves and if they've only got five man units, that can get that can get shady quickly. Yeah. I think that'll be the two big things. I haven't seen any of the Mandos on the table yet. Um 
but like we know how to combat mandos make them roll dice yeah <laughs> yeah they're gonna be these guys two, maybe you're interested away these guys are definitely stronger than rebel mandos i think we're mm-hmm. and like just based on the fact that shadow collective can't like don't have as much available we're gonna see them and we're gonna see how good these guys really are soon yeah um, we're gonna get we're gonna get litmus test right off the bat yep yeah because they're yeah. like they look super fun too so people are going to play yeah. them oh totally I want to play them. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm, fo- I'm focusing on. Them. <laughs> I've, got, I've got one in yeah. my in, in two my box, years. But... In two years, Keegan will be painting his Mandos, and <sighs> we'll see. I might, maybe I'll just skip over the CIS painting and go straight to it. <laughs> how much do you, on a scale of one to ten, how much do you hate Magna Guards? Me? Well, yeah, yeah. One I don't. I don't. I don't. I. I actually. I'm fine with them. Uh, in my list. I I don't and I I have probably not played against a ton of um I think I think I have not really like you had one Magna Garden your list today. I have I haven't played against like the the meta Magna Guard lists to to really get it, but I have I've had the positive pleasant experience <laughs> of fire support saber like pure saber pierce fire supporting into magnas at range multiple times that um, kind of yeah well I, yeah. yeah i mean you fed it to me <laughs> um, oh yeah and i knew but, i was doing yeah. that i was yeah, like yeah. well this the, 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 that had a purpose uh, the way you did otherwise I, I, cad dies it was like yeah oh, i think yeah. the cad's more important here i i've had the experience of getting anakin fire support uh saber throws into into that which is which is even more fun um because of pierce three um so i i suspect that my tone changes the first time i play a triple magna list um, I think so, um, because I'll, you know, much like fighting against Wookies, I'll I'll get one unit and maybe a couple models down out of another one, and then and then they're on top of me. And they're not going to um, even like a triple Magna list is probably like it's focusing on those Magnas, and they're not going to yeah. give Anakin the fire support on them. Right, they're just not going to do it. It's yeah, like, yeah. I I think that kind of leads into the final question on our show notes mm-hmm. here is. Do you think we're going to see more of like Maul Mandos slash Shadow Collective or Spider Magna for LSO? Because I think the way that you play your list is going to differ tremendously yeah. depending on how that, here's, how that comes here's out. Here's what's interesting. And, and this this actually builds on something, a kind of a side comment, a throwaway comment you had earlier. I'm actually expecting for LSO to see more Shadow Collective stuff because I think this is going to be more of a fun tournament. I think um, so too. There's, there's, there's some cool prize support. Yeah, I don't know if if there'll be no spiders. There'll probably be a couple people who there are will be some. turning around with them. But yeah, I think not not unlike at SoCal where we it was right before their RG change, we just saw a lot of fun stuff. Not really chasing, not really chasing the meta down there. Um, Myself and that's kind of, that's kind of held on the West that's Coast. kind of held true West through Coast casuals, whatever through ACO. That's held true through Rocky Top and and Legion by the Bay. Like the last three events have been a whole bunch of, and this is not meant to be derogatory, like a whole bunch of just random shit. Like yeah. there's every, every unit has been popping up at these events, and it hasn't yeah. been bleeding edge. Uh, I think we that trend kind of started at Adepticon and is really held true. And I'm not sure if that's the Legion community, like policing its own meta which is a really weird concept for another time or yeah. if people are just not taking it as seriously because like we have with nova and gen con coming up there's no invites attached to these yeah i think nova and gen con will be really good litmus test for this um yeah i i think you know i've i've said on this show before that 
we're in a place where there's, you know, we're not seeing a settled meta because there's so many different things out there and that kind of is the meta. And I think that's still largely true. I do know that at the major, that, that's true for a lot of the overall lists we're seeing, but we have seen roughly familiar droid lists winning <laughs> uh, three of these big ones um, at least. And so I, I'm not as... I, I'm not as hyperbolic that <laughs> there is no meta anything goes. Um, but I do think, I, I think there's a lot of room for creativity and a lot of, uh, a lot of interest. It will be really interesting to see what the community, as we get a little bit more mature, and we're, we're bigger and growing and we're growing faster. And we're only going to grow faster with these new battle force boxes coming, by the way, I think. Um, Amazing value. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I think it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what that shakes out to. Um, yeah it's been weird we've been talking that like hey there's not a meta because there's a lot of different lists that are winning yeah but you will notice that of the the four events we've mentioned uh i think six or seven of the lists competing in the finals have all been cis yeah final yeah so like everything is doing well everything is winning (laughs) but there's only one archetype that's coming out on top yeah which is unfortunately like magna guard slash spider focus lists yeah so like yeah. for Nova, I'm gonna rock the the CAD double spider double magna, but I don't think I'm gonna do that for LSO. Gotcha, gotcha. Maybe that'll be something we talk about either right after LSO or uh, seeing how the next month or so does things. But definitely mm-hmm. before Nova, we should do a focus on uh, on the spiders and, and magnas for yeah for this segment. If it's <laughs> if we're if we're going into like month six of them with no nerfs at this yeah. point, and we're going into Worlds qualifiers with them again, I think we need to. <laughs> kind of break down how to deal with them and definitely. you know what kind of counter lists you can make without giving yourself up to the rest definitely i'm three to three <laughs> yeah, <they're three>. yeah. <laughs> where's josh <laughs> he'll be on, he'll be on for that episode i promise yeah, he, where's josh? <laughs> he felt a tingle in the forest as i said that <laughs> he did <laughs> all right well should we uh should we leave some time with for our listeners drives for uh for our conversation with andy yeah, uh, Andy's a phenomenal guy. Um, I'm disappointed that I couldn't be there for the interview. We played a couple of times for the uh, Legion Premier League back in the day. That's right. And uh, that's right. he's a super, super enjoyable opponent. Yeah. So he's also a pretty, pretty great guy. So I'm looking he's, forward to listening yeah. to it. Yeah, he's that, he's that wonderful combination. So it's a, it was a great interview. Um, all right. Well, thanks. Thanks, everyone. And we'll talk to you after the break. Maybe Mike will actually put a break in here. Don't forget to don't forget to buy your. I need Legion an ad drop. <laughs> I'll, I'll make you an ad drop. Yeah. All right, enjoy your forty-five second ad drop, and we'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs> One, two, Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Legion Ninety Nine Podcast. This is Mike with your promised pre-interview break. Be sure to check us out on Facebook for all of our local event photos and interactions, and check out Turn Zero List to hear Keegan chat with members of the community from around the world about their current favorite armies. Finally, please also check out Six Up Supply for all your token and hobby focused needs, and we look forward to seeing you guys all at the opens for the rest of the summer. All right, and if Mike gave us an actual break in there, we are back uh, with Andrew, AJST, uh, to talk about uh, an upcoming, uh, and I've uh, upcoming GT over in the UK. Uh, and I'm here with Nick for this interview. So Andrew, yep. welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Love, uh, love having you on, uh, love talking about, uh, these, these awesome tournaments. It's, it's, there have been so many new tournaments, uh, and coming on that, uh, we actually, uh, as a cast were, were briefly discussing, do we want to 
Uh, do we want to do another spinoff cast? Because uh, Keegan, <laughs> Keegan's great at scheduling for his normal ones, so why don't we overload his schedule again? And Yay. by that, I mean I thought of the idea, so it's it's all on me. Uh, but we're not here to talk about all the other tournaments. You have a you are toing and, and hosting uh, an awesome tournament coming up. Tell us uh, a little bit um, about what that is, and then we'll dive in to introduce you a little bit more. Yeah, sure. Um, so hosting uh, the Milton Keynes Grand Tournament, as I'm calling it, um, nice. which is in the UK. It's very central um, to London. It's about an hour north of it, um, which you can get to a train, planes, not far either, um, which is going to be a two-day Legion event. The original intention was also to host um, like a Marder and X-Wing and things because we've got the space for it. Mm -hmm. um, but because I'm not familiar with them systems, I've just <laughs> not been able to find a TO to run them, unfortunately, <laughs> in a short per period of time. Um, but yeah, it's a two-day Legion event um, on the 20th and 21st of uh, August. Awesome. Uh, so yeah awesome so before we dive in uh to that a little bit more uh tell tell our listeners about yourself a little bit uh where where you're from your gaming or gaming background maybe some significant uh legion accomplishment you've had in the last two weeks <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's getting around a bit that um <laughs> I've, I've been playing legion pretty much since it came out um mm -hmm. but not competitively i kind of picked that up about six to eight months after it came out um, where i went to my first tournament and uh kind of got my ass handed to me by um <laughs> ellis and nikki and uh then i was like oh i want more and so i kind of need to buy a lot more <laughs> excellent excellent <laughs> You know, taking beers yeah. and ATST and some, <laughs> some whatever I could cobble together at this tournament uh, for eight units. Mm -hmm. It really wasn't very good. Um, and then uh, I kind of wanted to play more. So I started organizing my own tournaments. So I, I run monthly tournaments over here in Milton Keynes as well. Okay. Um, but I hadn't really done anything like that before. So it was quite a bit of a shock. I hadn't done 40K <laughs> or Age of Sigma or any other okay. kind of gaming system. Um, and then I kind of was like, well, I want, I want this local cause I was having, I was driving yeah. two hours, um, on a weeknight after work to go and get a game in. Oof. Um, so I'd, I'd drive for two hours, play a two hour game and then drive home for two hours. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I get cranky that I have to drive 15 minutes. Uh, so. Uh, uh, that's, yeah. that's impressive commitment and i understand why you would just create <laughs> created uh, locally that's awesome yeah so i'm saying now i've got a local community within 15 minutes um which someone else has kind of kick-started up um mm -hmm. but i i travel an hour to work because i've moved away from where i started the community in milton Keynes. okay um, but i still go there every week um for the commitment of it all i still run the leagues there every month um, and the monthly tournaments um so we're quite big we've and so we started a week a league about three weeks ago uh, we've got 20 signups um, nice. two divisions um so that's what going real nice um because we had that may the fourth deal in the uk Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that was that was pretty awesome. It was a stupid deal, <laughs> like stupidly <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, I was sat there trying to convince myself I don't need another box, but yeah, <laughs> it's hard to not. <laughs> um, so it's attracting a lot of them people, um, and same for the, the Milton Keynes Grand Tournament as well. Like we're aiming at newbies as well as uh, like pros. Um, obviously there's going to be the the title of winning a two-day event it's quite prestigious um mm -hmm. but then for the new people i've got loads of promo stuff to give away um to make sure 
no one goes home empty-handed, so you're getting your money's right. worth. Right. So, giving to the community is what it's mainly all about, really. Absolutely. Building on that, tell us a little bit more about that event structure. What was what's those two days going to look like? Um, so at the moment, I'm kind of settling on with 64 players. It'll be three uh, games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. Okay. Um, and I shouldn't need a cut. So if you complete all of your six games, then we'll have a, obviously a final position rankings, and that will be what prizes you get based on your positions. Um, and then uh, obviously, for at the end, if you complete all your games on day one, you'll get some promos, and then day two, you'll get even more. Um, so to encourage people to come back, even if you have lost all of your free games on day one um, nice, rather than nice. doing a side event so um, that's the current plan <laughs> might change nice, but... nice. <laughs> yeah uh, let's see um, so no side events just straight six games Swiss the whole way yep Swiss the whole way winners versus winners so it should as I say that way for the new players you might get yeah. an unfortunate in balance first game against the person who's trying to win the whole event. Um, but then you should balance out, and that's why I do like Swiss, because um, nice. you, you end up getting paired at your skill level. Um, yeah. Obviously, yeah. so if you're a brand new player, you might lose a few, but eventually you'll be paired against someone who's also lost quite a few. Yeah. Uh, I like I like that model, and I like I like that you're running it like six games for everyone are available. We do. I've seen some of the redemption brackets pop up in some of the uh, U.S. Uh, tournaments and uh, a few different varieties. Nick, of course, is hot off of ACO with the heats uh, for for space and and capacity reasons, and um, I like the variety of different kind of approaches that I'm seeing on TOs. Nick, Nick, did you have any other thoughts on that one? No, I mean, I'm leaning toward, I'm getting ready to like, I'm getting ready to like gear up for my next event later in the year. And we're looking at like uh, five or six rounds of Swiss because I think that's the way to go. Like that's what pe people yeah. want to play. You want people to travel to your event. They want to play Legion. Giving them six games of Legion is a lot, you know, and that's totally. what people want. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I apologize. I can't remember if you said this or if I asked it. And how many players total are you looking at? Uh, we're, we're aiming for 64. 64. Um, I've got Very capacity nice. for 128. Um, oh my gosh. But the problem with that is terrain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I've had to I pause the printer for this. Uh, for this. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and are you planning, um, uh, just for people who, who are going to be fighting for those top spots, uh, I guess there isn't a cut, so it matters a little less, but mm. uh, margin of victory or strength of schedule? How are you, you approaching that? Um, I, I think I'm going for margin of victory because okay. I know obviously there's the back and forth argument. One's it's, one direction, yeah. and one's the other in reverse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I think I'm just someone's gonna be someone's going to beat you up no matter what. So no matter yeah. which one you choose, you're going to get yeah. The and yeah. Like, I think the irony of it is, like, I worked out um, for the UK Games Expo, which, as you said, like, is an accomplishment that I won a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I think the irony is, if it was done as MOV, I wouldn't have made the cut. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I won like sabotage um, for two of my first games, which were oh, points sure. destroyed. So like mm -hmm. it's fifty percent. Mm -hmm. um, I lost my final game on the day on day one. Um, I, I lost it quite badly actually. I think it was like, uh, like five or nine intercept. Um, he's advocating that somebody take his crown away from him. That's what yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he he refused to acknowledge it in the section that I asked about it. it only brought it up later, and now and now he's saying it's a uh, arguing how it's 
borderline illegitimate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Absolutely not. That, but I won day two undefeated, so that's the that's, yeah, that's, that's the big one. That, that is. That is. That is. <laughs> No, I, lo- I um, love the humility. Yeah, um, but I mean, the final for day two, uh, both me and uh, Janice were, mm. I hope I pronounced his name right, um, <laughs> it, it, both of us lost a game, so the final, oh, okay. both people who had gone five and one. Oh, cool. Um, so That's, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it was really interesting um, from that okay. point of view. Nice. All right, so Milton Keynes, uh, 64 people, margin of victory, um, six rounds of Swiss for whoever's going to play it. Um, this is hopefully less and less relevant, but I always like to get this information out to anyone who's still looking for tickets. Any safety COVID regulations that uh, people are going to need to know about? Um, so over here in the UK, it's not really any left. Um, okay. It's not being enforced. <laughs> <Lucky. but laughs> if the government does decide to obviously implement any, we'll be following local government guidelines. Of course. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, and uh, I skipped over this completely. Uh, where can folks get tickets and are there any left? Yeah, we're, we've uh, sold a third of them so far. Um, okay, so we're, we're pretty on track um, from where I'm at. Um, they can get them via uh, pay and pay, uh, via PayPal and on the events page on Facebook. Okay. Um, so it's um, the Outriders uh, uh, MK at gmail.com okay. <laughs> uh, for the payment. Um, nice. And that kind of secures your spot. And then I confirm it and let you know. Okay. And folks can reach out to you on Discord, I assume, for any. Yeah, yeah, I'm on Discord. There is the sub channel on Discord as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I try and plaster every month. I hope most people have seen it, but you never know. (laughs) Um, With each sponsor we keep adding, uh, I always do like a promo for it all. Oh, good. Good. Awesome. Uh, For those who are going to be traveling in, any lodging travel recommendations? Um, Yeah, so it's being held at um, the Jury's Inn, um, which is a hotel chain in the UK. Okay. so it's actually held at the hotel and they've, they've got rooms reserved for us. Oh, um, great. So if you want, there is a promo code for that. Um, and I've heard that it's not the cheapest, but I don't get any <laughs> kickback. And if the rooms don't sell, it's not an issue. I've, I have okay. no affiliation with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if people want to go elsewhere and it's cheaper, go, go elsewhere and get cheaper. Makes um, sense. But yeah, there's loads of hotels. It's right central. It's about a 10-minute walk from the train station. Oh, great. Um, so it's re- really convenient. I would say if anyone wants to fly from Scotland or international, um, mm-hmm. we're about 40 minutes from the nearest airport at Luton. Okay. Um, okay. So you can you can fly in quite easily as well. Excellent, excellent. Uh, for people preparing their armies for this, any any what are your kind of uh, requirements there around both proxies and painting? Um, painting, but the, it's the usual. Grey is fantastic. You can bring it <laughs> off the shelf. <laughs> right. um, but you are encouraged to do painting because there is um, best painted prizes, um, which are sponsored cool. by Army Painter. They've given oh, me, nice. um, I think it's the pro, uh, like uh, prize kits. Um, it's like a box of like fifty paints or something like that. Oh wow! Um, so we've got nice. two of them to give away. Um, and then they've also given us uh, two starter sets as well of like yeah, get started painting kits as well. Awesome. Um, so that, that's all sponsored by the Army Painter themselves. Um, so obviously, bring something painted, it'd be a better chance of winning that. 
Very cool. Um, proxies, um, usual rule of thumb, um, send it a picture to me. Um, and mm. obviously, as long as it looks like what it's meant to be, um, I <laughs> message me and like, they want a hundred percent shore trooper army. So they've got like a generic officer, um, but they've given him like the shore trooper outfit. Um, okay. he's posed differently and he looks, he doesn't look like a shore trooper. Um, but he does look like an officer, but he's okay. just wearing shore trooper gear and it oh, looks, okay. yeah. So it looks exactly like it's meant to be and it stands out. It doesn't look like a. Uh, unit leader so i was like nice. yeah go for it bring it i, I like a cool. whole, whole theme of 100 percent short troopers <laughs> love it <laughs> he's even given like his death troopers little skirts as well so they've got the, oh my gosh very cool you mentioned prizes for the painting competition what else mm. uh what else are you looking at for prize support and uh any sponsors uh, all right, yeah, this is a big old list now these yeah, days. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's the Nick, best part. Nick, Nick, Nick and I'll just go on mute here. Let's talk. <laughs> um, so, War Games Workshop, uh, which is my local gaming store um, in Milton cool. Keynes, um, they've sponsored um, and they've given us um, limited edition Luke um, to give away. Oh, nice. Um, so, we've got that from them. We've got um, the best painted prize by Army Painter. We've got um, is it fifty pound, uh, so two twenty five pound gift vouchers from Blackgate Games for their cool. web store. Um, they've uh, they've given us that. Um, we've had the Legion Discord and Legion Tournament Circuit um, have sponsored us by giving us um, it's it was uh, Cami Brown. Um, she's oh, done yeah. a, um, mm-hmm. all the promo artwork. I think I count it up. It's nearly like 400 art cards that she's given us. Oh my gosh. Um, or that they could, uh, Legion Tournament Circuit commissioned her to give us uh, give us all of that. Wow. Um, so it is a lot. I, like I tried to spread it across <laughs> my floor um, and lay it all out. And uh, like it was such a pain, in a pain in a good way to try and get a photo of it all. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you've not seen her artwork on her cards, uh, it's amazing. Like some of yeah, it she makes herself and some of it she just like gets snippets of um, from films um, and things like that and puts it together with the, the command cards or unit cards and um She's done, uh, what is it, the, I think she calls them the memorial cards. So she's okay. managed to get one for each faction. So you've got um, Bubba Fett, Leia, Count Dooku, Darth Vader, Bosk, and uh, who's the last one she's done? Um, Obi-Wan. Okay. Uh, and it's got like the it's got photos of the original actors, their date of birth, and obviously the day of the death. Um, oh, got so, it. So it's, it, yeah, okay. so it's like that's why it's memorial because it's yeah, the yeah. old actors who've died. So I was trying, to, I was trying to tie that in. That, that's, yeah, that makes. <laughs> Yeah, so it's got a picture of the actor and then a picture of the character that they played as well, like on on the card with the unit stats and everything to go with it. Um, That's nifty. Yeah, I I really like them a lot. Um, So we've got them to give away from Kami and Tournament Circuit. Um, What else have we now got? We've got uh, Geek Retreat Northampton. They're like um, a gaming uh, shop franchise up and down the the UK. Um, And they they don't tend to do wargaming, but the owner, Ollie... um, he he is into wargaming, so their store's nice. a bit different. Um, but they've donated, I think it's about 200 quid's worth of uh, Star Wars Legion prize support. Um, so like in ATST, we've got we've got a bus, um, loads of units and things like that to give away. Um, and the, most of these are going to be like spot prizes just for turning up or random like mm-hmm. 
I'm going to do if someone panics a unit off the board during the day then they're going to win a prize to oh, help nice. encourage so you might not be at the top of the like the league fighting for the big prize of winning the tournament but you can then have fun and try and aim for one of these like um, like bounty prizes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so nice. I'm going to set them up for the day those are a ton of fun yeah um, and then we had what was it it was a jersey this week donated like they're ice hockey jerseys um, okay. I saw it's that got one. like um, uh, like Gamorian guards written on it Oh my um, gosh. And then on the back, it's got like obviously like, like a hockey number on it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they're really sweet. Um, I can't remember the guy's uh, company. I haven't done the promo for that yet. He only gave it to me this week. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so I've got to do his uh, publicity push for that. Um, yes. I think that's everyone. Like, okay. it's, a, it's a lot of pro- <laughs> that is that is that is a ton of stuff. It sounds like there's more than enough for everyone to walk away with something and, yeah, to, yeah, and, yeah. To, and to get it. A, a trickle throughout the weekend and then there's that's not including any official uh like artwork promo cards that i've got to give away left over from tournament kits that i've ran from out oh, sure. so there's that awesome. as well it's funny every time someone talks about a limited edition luke uh as a giveaway i feel uh, a pang of shame that i've only primed my limited edition luke and have not uh, put actual paint on him yet you could uh, be like mike and not even have one that's true Ooh, that's true <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i didn't even paint mine i i, I didn't I didn't, didn't want to face that so i paid someone to do mine <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah i i am uh, i'm paralyzed right now because my rebel basing uh th- scheme was just all over the place when i was playing rebels and now that i've i've been playing republic i've gone a very consistent and i'm really happy with that consistent but now i'm uh just like frozen in going back and <laughs> painting additional rebels the rebels are like a, a bit of a ragtag mix. It's it good, totally is. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. it totally is. It it it, it works logically, uh, but emotionally, I, I struggle. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> All right, sixty-four people coming out, thirty-two tables uh, for for two full days. How uh, how's the terrain getting sourced? Um, so I'm hiring the train from. Um, a guy called Zach, um, who runs the London GT, he ran um, the uh, UK Games Expo, which uh, the one I, w- I went to recently and won. Um, mm-hmm. So he, he's got uh, about 26-ish tables worth. Oh, cool. Um, so then I've topped it up with my own personal set of tables. Nice. In, like, I'm sure him and Ellis won't mind me moaning about their, like, their lack of <laughs> Star Wars in their tables. Their tables are fantastic in I density see. and style. They look very yeah. sci-fi. But across all them 26 tables, there's not a single TIE fighter. There's not an X-Wing. There's nothing that screams, <laughs> this is Star Wars. Um, so, uh, and I know why, um, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, so basically, my printer's going, and I'm printing as many Y-Wings, X-Wings, TIE fighters, and they're oh, going nice. to go on their tables, mixed in with their stuff, <laughs> um, along it. with all of my stuff to go with it. So, yeah, we should, we've got 32 real comfortably. Um, nice. say, nice. If I have to go awesome. more... Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Might have to source some more t- uh, tables from elsewhere. Oh, you heard it here. Let's put let's put the screws to Andrew and his terrain sourcing, uh, and, and get those tickets bought. Push yeah. push his numbers up. <laughs> <laughs> Make my life worse. <laughs> uh, and, and standard uh, standard mats and all that stuff. Yeah, they're only print mats. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Uh, what, uh, if there's one thing and I'm going off script here, uh, for anyone who's listening, what's, uh, if there's one thing you want folks to take away from this event, uh, what, what do you think it is? Um, the social side of it. Okay. Um, so yeah. 
for the first it was the first two day event I went to um, and it was um, Ellis's London GT event that he runs yearly mm-hmm. uh, and all the Germans and the Polish and there was French as well that I remember they all came over and it was the first time I met them and I, I played them at, at the tournament as well and it was great and then afterwards at the end of the day we was all like oh where's everyone going because it's quite a, an earliest finish we're in the middle of London so it's like well we'll find a random pub and we went to this pub <laughs> Um, it wasn't the nicest of pubs, um, <laughs> but it was nearby and it had karaoke. Uh, and there was, so <laughs> there was, I'm, laugh- I'm laughing because I actually just heard this story 30 minutes ago <laughs> from cockles, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is, which is actually just highlighting what you're saying about the, the social aspect being so important because it just such as it's such an endearing and, and resonant thing. So I'm sorry I interrupted, but no, uh, no, no yeah. That's the thing for me. Like, it's such a nice thing um, to obviously meet people who are like-minded, and you spend a good hour or two, several like drinking, and then you, you get up and you sing Shama like to Grease Lightning, and <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, so fantastic. I will put it out there that we have organised. Uh, we're, we're trying to find a local karaoke bar um, nice. near to the venue for so after this tournament we can go and have a few drinks restaurant and stuff because um, it's in the middle of like a, loads of restaurants um, oh, cool. so we're trying to live up to the reputation of going out for a karaoke after some legion to like three four in the morning Wonderful. don't do that if you're after day two winning so like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, yeah. I'm, I'm TOing so it's fine for me to be hungover but if you want to enjoy your games maybe not not so much <laughs> <laughs> I think we might be on track for uh, karaoke being a, an, an actual natural pairing with Legion. I hear there's a for LVO this year. There's a strong energy uh, towards towards getting some scheduled karaoke as well. So I must. I mean, that's a lot easier to organize in Las Vegas, though. Surely. Well, yeah, no, certainly. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it'd, it'd be a failing. It all all it takes is the decision there. But <laughs> uh, I do like the pairing here. Um, before we wrap up, Nick, anything uh, anything you want to dive in here with? No, man. Good luck. It sounds like you're. It sounds like you're on the right track. I mean, yeah, you're more prepared you. than I was a month ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> awesome, uh, Andrew. One more time. Where can players sign up? And uh, any any where can they be following information? Websites, Facebooks, Instagrams, things like that. Uh, so the, the Facebook is um, Star Wars Legion Milton Keynes Grand Tournament. Nice Great. big long mouthful for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they can book their. Um, tickets by um paying oh i didn't even say this once uh, it's 50 pound for a ticket <laughs> oh okay cool <laughs> yeah um but if you pay that to the outriders mk at gmail.com via paypal um that secures your spot um and you'll turn up and get a load of free prizes yeah that's How a great prize for those prizes you're talking about yeah awesome any uh any other party things what's uh i'm gonna i'm gonna pop a lightning round question on you what's the uh what's your karaoke song uh, to get oh. out there as the as the to. Oh, I'm not that good. <laughs> um, karaoke, karaoke is not about being good. No, it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's a good one. Uh, what would I sing? Uh, my variety is usually metal, which doesn't go down well at karaoke. Um, <laughs> it's memorable though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say. Um, Oh, what is it? It's Tupac and Dr. Dre. What's that one? California Love. There you go. Yeah. Very nice. So you, Very you'll nice. get to hear that lovely song, song by me. <laughs> that, that, I think, will be worth the price of admission. 
Uh, <laughs> they, they might well, want a refund afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, so great talking to you. Uh, good luck with the tournament, and, and we're looking forward to watching uh, watching that great success out there. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. <laughs>